following is a teaching message from Shaw Community Church. For more information on Shaw, for our teaching resources, visit www.shaw.org.nz. When you think about the Christmas story, so often we, we just think about that one story about the night that Jesus was born. And that's an incredibly significant event. And we think about Mary and Joseph and the shepherds and the wise men and everything that happened around that one night. And that is, that is the story. That is the Christmas story. But it's so good for us all to step back and recognize that really that story is like a chapter within a bigger story. That's like, you know, those of you kids that read, read chapter books, that's like one chapter in a whole big story. And you wouldn't open up a novel and just read the one chapter in the middle, would you? You wouldn't usually do that. Even if it was the best chapter, even if it was the climactic chapter, you wouldn't just open right in the middle and read just the one story because you want everything that leads up to that. You want all, of, all the action that builds towards the main event. And then you want to see what happens after that. And so you need the whole flow of the story. And that story really is huge. That all the way through, that story is always all about Jesus. The whole story is about him. Even from the very beginning, it's all about Jesus. Right back to Adam. When God created Adam and Eve, he created them in his image. He made them in his image. And who is the image of God? Jesus, right? That's what the Bible talks about him as the image of God. He is the image of the invisible God. So even all the way back then, when God created Adam, he made Adam in the image, in a sense of Jesus. Jesus is the truly human one. He shows us what it means to be the image of God and live that out. He is the truly human being. So all the way back, Right at the very beginning, male and female, made in the image of God. It was pointing to Jesus, even then, made in the image of God. And then all the way through the story, all those men and women in the story of the Old Testament, from Abraham and Sarah through to Moses, the kings, the judges, the prophets, it always all pointed towards Jesus. It was all getting things ready for the Messiah to come. It was always all about getting God's people ready it was about getting the world ready. It was about preparing the way and building the story forward so that even in the silence, you know, Evie represented the silence. That was 400 years between the close of the Old Testament and the opening of the New Testament. That 400-year period in there, and we don't often think about that because it's just a white page in the middle of your Bible. But even in the silence, God was working and he was preparing and he was raising the expectations in Israel of this Messiah, this Deliverer, who was to come. So that when finally you get to the New Testament and you read the Christmas story in Matthew or Luke, it's not a story that comes out of nowhere. It's not like Jesus just drops out of heaven onto earth as if he could have come anytime, any place, anywhere, doesn't matter. He doesn't just parachute in out of nothing. He comes into the middle of a story, and he comes as the absolute climax of that story, the main event, the one that the whole thing has been building to, and then he brings it to its, its great apex, and then Jesus carries that story forward. So that all of those who then come after Jesus, and we met, who did we meet? John, and we met Paul, and then we met some of Jesus' followers today. 
And this is the reality, that we are part of the same story. You know, we read about people like John and Paul, and we think, oh, that, that, those, those were New Testament people, you know, Bible characters way back then. That's like a totally different thing. That's a totally different world. But the reality is they are part of the same story we're part of, yeah? They're in the story too. They were followers of Jesus, just like we're followers of Jesus. They were moving the story forward in their own time, in their own way, just like we are moving the story forward in our own time, in our own way. And just like them, we have the opportunity to become followers of Jesus, give our lives to him, and then be part of what he is doing in the world today, which is why we had people like Ethan and Andy talk about where they are in the big God story. They're just as much a part of that same story, not a different story. It's the same story through the generations, through the centuries, down to today. And then it carries on. And, you know, we just got up to today, but you know the story carries on. It's not done yet, right? In fact, the best is yet to come. The best part of the story is yet to come when Jesus one day is going to return and we have the second advent. It's going to be like the second Christmas. You know, Jesus came the first time as a baby, but he's going to come again. Not as a little baby born in a, in a stable in a manger. He's going to come as a king going to come as a glorious king, but still a humble king. You know, sometimes I think we, we imagine that when Jesus comes again, it's going to be totally different, as if he's going to be a different person the second time than the first time. You've got to remember, still the same Jesus, right? He's still, it's still God, and his character is unchanged. So even though he, he won't be the, the baby in the manger, he will still have the same character, even when he returns again. He'll still have the nail scars in his hands when he returns again. He will still be fully and truly human. Yes, he will be a resurrected human being, glorious, the king of kings, the one whom we all love and serve and follow. But he'll still be Jesus. He'll still be the same Jesus who appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead, who ascended into heaven, and one day he's going to come back again, just as he went. So that's what we expect. And that's part of the Christmas story too. That's part of Advent. Very much a part of this season is the longing, the hoping, the expecting that we're going to have a second Christmas one day. A great big second Christmas when Jesus returns, makes all things new, and then those who belong to him, we live on forever in God's story, which will continue on and on and on into eternity. So this is a huge story that we are part of. And I want to encourage you as, you as you read the story as families this Christmas, as you maybe open up the nativity calendars day by day, as you read the Bible story or you have the nativity set at home and we focus in on that one night, so we should, but let's just remember to step back and take it all in. Let's remember sometimes just to, just to pull back from that one night and remember that's one chapter, but the story is huge, unbelievably huge. It goes back to creation, it goes on to new creation, and it's continuing today. And if you're not yet a part of that story, if all this seems like it's a bit of a foreign language to you, and you're like, I don't even understand what it means to be part of that story, then talk to someone about that. Because this Advent season, this Christmas, can be your opportunity to step into that story, that the story of Jesus, the story of God, can be your story, and you can be a part of what God is doing in the world and have a transformed heart. That's the invitation. So let's pray together and then we are going to finish our service this morning by singing one final song. Let's pray. Jesus, we want to thank you that as we talk to you now, you are real, you are alive, you are in heaven, you are sitting at the right hand of the Father. You're not a make-believe story, Jesus. 
And sometimes when we imagine and think about the Christmas story 2,000 years ago, it almost feels like something of a fairy tale. But Jesus, we thank you. We're talking to you now, and you are the risen Lord, alive and well. You live within our hearts. You are the Lord of the world, and you hold the universe in your hands. We thank you, Jesus, that you are a risen Savior. Lord, I want to pray for each person here, every family, every individual. Lord, no matter what their circumstances and situation, no matter how busy this time of year is for them or how lonely this time of year is for them, no matter how close they're walking to you right now or how far away they feel from you right now, I pray, Lord God, that by your grace and by your mercy, you would draw us to yourself, draw us again to Jesus, draw us again to the manger, to Bethlehem, as it were, so that, God, we would come to you with all that we are, bring our hearts to you, worship you, adore you, fall down before you and give you our lives so that we too would become part of this incredible story that you are writing throughout time and space and will continue writing on into eternity future. God, give us that perspective. Give us that big vision. Help us to see the big story this Christmas and most importantly, to see more clearly than ever before the one who stands at the center of it all. Jesus of Nazareth, the King of kings and Lord of lords. We thank you, Jesus. You're the Lord of our lives. You're the Lord of our church. You're the Lord of our world. It's in your name we pray. Amen. This has been a teaching message from Shaw Community Church. For more of our teaching resources or to donate to our teaching resource ministry or for more information on Shaw Community Church, visit www.shaw.org.nz Alternatively, you can email office at shaw.org.nz or phone 09 415 0455. Thank you for listening.